Hello and welcome to Whispering Moon Tarot. So what do they think about your reading? <sighs> Does it matter? I don't know. I don't know. Why do you care? Because you don't like them, right? Oh my god, I don't like them. I'm trying to find love. I just know what the fuck's going on. I mean, these could be... These don't have to be romantic, but they kind of are because everything I do is, you know, love, love sells, right? Love and romance. That's cool. That's all. Anybody wants anymore because they've had the other so many times. So why does it, you know, matter? I'm going to pick a charm out here. I don't know why but I was getting ready to do this. And I keep thinking, excuse me. <laughs> I keep, I just ate lunch. I keep thinking about, I got a story. Have I ever told you guys, <laughs> have I ever told you guys about the fireman story I have? Oh my God. So I was moving my parents from Reno. Oh my God. Was that to Missouri? I think it was. I think it was. It was Reno to Monette, Missouri. Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. I I have moved my parents uh, out west uh, seven or eight times. Um, my dad works and then, you know, jobs change and different, you know, this and that. And that was kind of their uh, pseudo retirement was to go out west and kind of circle around and work out there. And enjoy the weather because they fucking hate it here. So, you know, I, I f probably fly into Reno and I probably spend about, I got it down to like three weeks. So, or uh, about a month, uh, I could get them completely wherever they needed. So I, I roll in there and I pack them up, probably takes me about a week. They fill a 53 foot truck. And so I'd pack all that shit. We have movers come and move everything and then I'd help my mom get the cars to the next place. And my dad had go normally goes ahead, uh, stays at a hotel and starts work, and then we bring all the shit behind him. That's normal. <laughs> I've done it seven or eight times. Are we at seven or eight? I'll have to ask my mom. I, it all To me, it's all like jumbled because in the meantime, I moved to Florida, I moved back home, I moved to Nashville, I moved back home, and then in the middle of all that, I was moving them. Uh, they've been, you know, New Mexico, Santa Fe, uh, Deming, Roswell, that's just in New Mexico, Arizona, they've been to Tuba, Lynchburg, Yuma, and then we did Nevada. My dad actually worked a job up in Winnemucca, which is way the fuck up there. Oh, my God. So I have a actually really good, um, like, if I were my own Google camera, I actually have a pretty good visual map of those locations. I've driven through Mex New Mexico more times than I can even fucking count. Anyway, so, the firemen. <laughs> so, so, so I've been on this marathon. I've packed all this shit They've loaded the truck. We've cleaned the house top to bottom. I've worked my goddamn ass off straight like you wouldn't fucking believe. And then I've gotten into a car to, you know, drive multiple days to the next location. So we were driving down. We were staying on. The, we were still in Nevada, but driving along the California border, border down. We were going to go through Las Vegas and then come across uh, the country. And Nevada is like, oh, just, just you want to talk about driving through nothing. And all there is is signs that say, don't pick up hitchhikers, because there's all these huge federal multi, uh, high security prisons out there. And then miners. It's really weird. It's a weird environment. It's like hardly anything. Some beautiful scenery, though. So, anyway, we've been driving, we're exhausted. And we pass a decent town and it's getting close to evening and mom's like, you know, we're not, we're just looking at the fucking map. We're like, we don't even have this goddamn thing trip ticked. All right. We're literally like 
pull out the map. Okay, we're going to take these main highways and go to Missouri. So, <laughs> we, we, pick our, we pick which one's our main one, whatever. I have to look at a map. So anyway, we're coming down to come across, and it's getting late. And we pass a couple towns, and we start having this worry. I'm like, you know, Vegas is, I think, still uh, pretty far away. Uh, I don't think we're going to, because we're trying to make it towards Vegas. We're going to try to stay near Vegas and then then go on. I'm like, I don't think we're making it to Vegas tonight. And um, and we happened to come, and it had been, you know, you, you know, you could go 100 miles and not fucking see anything. So we're like out there, and we're near the we're near Death Valley, yes, the desert, okay, which goes into California. We're right at that corner, and there's this tiny little triangle of land that pops of that desert that pops into Nevada. And so we come across this town. It's not even a town. It's literally a casino in the middle of nowhere. That's exactly what it was. It was a casino in the middle of nowhere, and it had a restaurant. And that's all it was. And there might have been a gas station. Might have been a gas station and a fucking casino. And that was it. And I said, we, we pull over to get gas. And I, I tell my mom, I'm like, I'm fucking, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of shit. You know, we got ways to fucking Vegas. And mom was like, maybe we should fucking stay here and just rest. And then that way we can like really, you know, push hard tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. You know, so we ended up going and getting a room at this, this, um, this casino hotel scenario and it's really like you know that sound like <laughs> you just hear the tumbleweeds <laughs> rolling in the background we're right there at death valley's corner okay we're like in the corner of this fucking desert and this place was called oasis now it wasn't the town wasn't called oasis there's a town called oasis in northern uh nevada um, it has a gas station that does not exist. It's like literally, uh, my mom and I actually drove through there. I'm like, oh, there's a gas station. We better stop because, you know, you never know when the next time you can stop is. And we pull out, and it was totally like a scene from a horror movie. And I was like, oh, we're not stopping here. <laughs> we just went on and got right back on the highway and kept going. Uh, I'll never forget that stop because we both like pull in. And we're like, this place is not legit. Oh, my God. Let's keep going. This is scary. It's just me and my mom doing all this shit. My dad's like off, you know, uh, working, you know, and we're bringing all this shit behind. So anyways, <laughs> we're like, let's go get dinner at the casino. So we, you know, we check in, we rest a few minutes and then we go get dinner. And so we're sitting there and we're like the only, there's maybe like two other like groups of people in this restaurant. Okay. And they're like just normal fucking people. Well, the six set comes in of firemen. Mom and I are like, oh, nice. <laughs> All there, I mean, you know, and they set them right next to us, a whole six set of like, you know, firemen. <laughs> wow. And then there are more firemen come. And then more firemen come. And then before we know it, we haven't even been given our salads. And we're sitting in a casino in the middle of fucking nowhere, completely surrounded by firemen. There had to be like a hundred of them. They were all staying in the hotel. It's amazing. like, how many more firemen are gonna come in here? They just kept coming. I'm like, holy shit. We ate our dinner and just like watched all these firemen. I'm like, those weirdest, it was the weirdest fucking, the weirdest fucking moment I've ever had traveling. I've had multiple weird things. Like it's, I could do a whole episode. I should just sit down and do an episode of travel stories because I have a ton. That's my favorite one. And what was so sad is <laughs> we get all done eating and we're like, we took our goddamn time. I mean, I probably chewed my food twice. I'm telling you, we sat there and just like chilled and relaxed. And then uh, they were fighting forest fires. There was a whole set that came in and they were all sooty. Oh my God. I was like, holy shit, that one's, that one's sooty. <laughs> Look at him. Oh God. I, even my mom, even my married mother was like sweating. <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, I was so fucking tired though. I was like, I, part of me is like, you need to go get your 
bikini on and go to the pool. Uh, we had to get up really fucking early. And everything was really fucking stressful. And I think I passed out, like, really fucking quick. I might have had a couple drinks because we were sitting there. I don't know. Fuck. Never seen so many goddamn firemen. On all my, and they were all young. They were all, like, in their 20s. Like they just passed their tests. Oh, my God. Still see that one covered in fucking suit. I still, like, close my eyes and I still see that shit. Nevada. And we drove through fucking Vegas and kept on driving. We That trip I did make my mom. I think we came across the dam. And I think I made my mom. I think that was the trip I made my mom cross the dam. No. there We crossed the dam twice. One time we took the bypass. And the other time I'm like, look, I don't know if I'm ever going to see this fucking Hoover fucking dam again. So can we please like drive on it? And like I can be, at least be like, hey, I saw the dam. And we stopped at this great fucking barbecue place, right? That looked right over the dam. Oh, it was so good. Oh my God, some of the best barbecue I ever fucking had. It was at the Hoover Dam. It was a cool fucking place. But it ended up adding like two hours onto our trip, which was a bummer. But we both were like, you know what? We gotta enjoy this shit while we can. But I've just driven back and forth and back and forth across the fucking country with my mom. My mom doesn't like music in the car. Oh, it's the only thing. I love traveling with my mom. I don't ha we ha we travel well together, but that's the only thing that drives me crazy. She won't let me listen to music. So no, a lot of times I just take my headphones and like she'll fall asleep and then I'll just listen to tunes while I'm driving and shit. But I don't know. I'm seriously so. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Would they be able to? <laughs> uh, what is this? A scroll, a skull and crossbones. Yeah, with a bow on its head. It's like a girly skull and crossbones. <laughs> so cute. When do you see a, like a, a like a girly one? Oh. All right, I'm writing this down. Crossbones. All right, there we go. It's so Halloween themed. I like it. I like it. All right, let's see what they think about you. Sorry for my interlude there. I was just like. Oh. saw this huge wake of like why were you thinking about that occasion what brought that up uh, <laughs> I was I just got done posting on my own personal Instagram this wake of vultures I saw um yesterday and they were on top of a fireman's uh a fire station and so I was thinking I was like that's such a weird like that's such weird symbology you know what I mean like there's like a whole angle of that it's like, what does that mean in spirit in spirit language? You know what I mean? And I was like, you're reading into shit. That's why you think. <laughs> I don't know. How does it hurt? How does it hurt to let your brain fucking work on shit? Very end of the day, you can grasp inspiration from it. And now I just told you guys all my hot fireman fucking story. <sighs> I should have gone to the pool. That is one thing I should have done. Like, I just got done telling you. I've never... I've never been like, oh, I should have fucked him. But like that right there, that is one regret. I, I was so fucking tired. <laughs> Just been moving shit for, I was still had fucking, in the, I still had to, I was in Nevada. We were nowhere near Missouri. I had a long way to fucking go. <laughs> I still wish I would have fucking gone to the pool that night. <laughs> God knows they all went to the fucking pool. Jeez, right there at fucking, uh, in the middle of Death Fucking Valley. The symbology of that, too. Yeah, so if there's ever forest fires, go drive out and find these. They're, they're, they're there. <laughs> Somewhere there are the oasis. 
full of firemen who are fighting. <laughs> uh, forest fires. It's a whole other way to like look at the world. Like, oh my God, there's a forest fire. Let's go find out where the firemen are staying. God knows you probably find a good one there. All right, ladies. <sighs> what do they think about you? Let's begin. First off, let's see where you're at. Emotionally, you're in ghost mode. You're chilling. You're contemplating. You're not doing anything. You're paused. Emotionally, when you think about them, you think they're two of cups. You think they are emotionally. You want to have a relationship with them. And when you think about them, they make you very happy. Very nice. Um, them, uh, their overall energy is nine of pentacles. That's very strong, single, uh, beautiful energy emotionally, uh, towards you, they're temperance. So they're wanting to find balance and wanting emotionally to reconcile with you. And when they think about you, um, there's some judgment here. Let's go ahead and let's clarify temperance and judgment, please. What do they, when they emotionally want, do they want to reconcile? Temperance is all about finding the right temperature. Nice and lukewarm. We've just been driving for fucking ever. Oh my god. Like seriously. They want to reconcile emotions they have about waiting for this to come to fruition what's their judgment when they think about you they want a new beginning one more on that they're making they wanted to make a judgment call they had made a judgment call that they need a new beginning with you let's start anywhere yeah because they regret it okay between you emotionally is a queen of swords. This is a cold energy. This is a cold woman. This is someone with boundaries. Uh, what is up with this queen of swords in between you two emotionally? It looks like she's wishing to... Uh, emotionally, there's someone between you right now, a queen of swords. Uh, could be a wind sign. Could be a bitch. Uh, could be... Um, again, a divorcee, possibly. It's uh, a teacher, a lawyer, someone who uses their words. Um, she's wishing to manipulate this situation. So between you both is a person wishing to manipulate. Okay. Between you um, mentally both is a wish. What are you both wishing for? You both wish to move on from emotions of the past, which is the overall energy here in this reading. Eight of Cups is the overall uh, feeling here. So they're wanting, they're wishing to move on from emotions of the past, uh, possibly that stalled this relationship, that paused it, that goes, you know, there might be a ghost scenario. Both of you are wishing to move on from pausing this energy uh, when it comes to a mother or an empress. Yes, and that is the expectation of the emperor as well. Okay. Tell me about what you both are moving on from emotionally and that has to do with this situation. Work or school or working together or cooperation. One more. Uh, having a home and moving on from emotions of the past that have to do with work and school and home and mutual feelings and giving to... And, and some kind of giving of money in some kind of scenario or breadcrumbing or only giving so little to this relationship possibly. Okay, their obstacle to this relationship coming together is a six of swords, being able to move on uh, from uh, turmoil. They will overcome that with ten of swords, ending something. What are they going to end? Having someone in the back, that is a major ending. They will overcome their obstacle of needing to move away from things that really upset them by bringing an end to what?
strength, bringing an end to their loyalty. And like I said, I always read that strength card. Again, loyalty is tested. That's why I read that as, um, that's why I read that as strength. And sometimes we're loyal to things we shouldn't be. Yeah, bringing an end to feeling loyal and sentimental. We got a soulmate energy here. Ace of Cups, temperance, the love and wanting to reconcile. So they have to bring something to an end, possibly their loyalty. Um, there is a soulmate energy here, very loving, um, that wishes to reconcile. Again, they're emotionally wanting to reconcile something. But they have to bring an end to some kind of loyalty to do so. You, on the other hand, what do you have? Your, your obstacle is returning. You have to return. That's your obstacle in this relationship or success. But this is normally, I'm going to read it in this situation as returning. And you will do so by hermit. By being alone. Let's see. Tell me what about this hermit. Selfishly. <laughs> All right. Um, this could be, again, what is your obstacle? Needing to return. How will you do that? You will isolate yourself from selfish people. How does that work? Isolate yourself from selfish people. How does that make it so that you return from the obstacle? <clears throat> Because all these, this, this, this energy, all it's doing is, all its work is, is to watch. The selfish energy is working on watching. So if you isolate yourself, making it so that this um, very insecure, selfish energy can't watch you, maybe then you can return success successfully. I have such a hard time with that one, but whatever, it's funny. You guys can enjoy that. Let's see what's going on. Oh, I want to see why you're emo why you're coming out here, Four of Swords. Why you're in this pause? I'm not doing shit. Ghost energy yourself. <laughs> it's clarifying with King of Cups. So you have emotions you don't want to communicate. So you're just gonna not. You're just gonna not exist. <laughs> here, right? You ghost, are you ghosting your own emotions? Alright. How do you feel about them? I'll get some emotions cards on you. I should pull out my shadows too. I forgot I normally do that. You feel passionate about them. You're a little bit afraid that you're going to regret it, though. You make me feel things I can't even describe. Fear, love scares me because it scarred me, and regret. I am filled with fear and doubt. So, yeah, you you want this passionate, but you're uh, afraid that you're going to regret it. Uh, emotionally, they trust you. Uh, they're feeling a little desperate. They can't do this anymore when it comes to you. So they're feeling like they might be hitting a wall. Uh, emotions they have towards you, your beautiful beauty, your na your natural beauty takes my breath away, and then open. They're afraid to open their heart again. So you both are, look like you're mirroring one another. You both have some fear here. There is passion. They do trust you. Um, but do you trust them is the, is the question. Let me get, what's the you're focused you know you want it so you are focused on it even though you're a little afraid of regret what's between you both emotionally you intuitively you're you have some intuitiveness with each other oh shit Trust your inner knowing. You're both emotionally broken. I don't know how to fix my heart, and you both feel limited. There's nothing I can do about this right now. One more. You both feel each other is innocent, and you both feel codependent on this uh, 
emotions. Uh, right, what is that loner deer song? <laughs> Heard that in his voice. So weird. I listen to too much music. I'm gonna throw a romance angel over this whole thing. Let's see what's going on here. What's going on in this relationship? I'm gonna throw some situation cards too. We'll do these in a little bit more in depth. Again, it's saying you are safe to love. Open your heart to give and receive all the all uh the highest energy of all. And forgiving and learning as you release and heal the past, you experience experience more love in the present moment. So you guys are again, this is to me fear. Fear of trust. There's trust issues here. What is your shadow towards this person? I'm afraid to commit to you. I feel so overburdened and exhausted by our unresolved issues. Okay. And them. I want your hands all over my body and mine all over yours. You drive me wild. And I need to be alone. So they have, they're having a hard time between desiring you and then also needing to be alone. And you're over here, like, I can't deal with these issues and I'm also afraid to commit. Yeah, this looks good. <laughs> Let's see, we got a light message for you. Like the, the underneath, there's so much nice underneath energy. You both, like, I feel like it's tentative energy. You both kind of want it, but you don't know if you want it unless you know that they want it. So you're kind of like, I don't know. Is it worth it? It'd only be worth it if they, if they thought it was worth it. All right, your light is, I have a clear direction of where things are heading, so you at least know where the fuck you're going. You help me see that it's not always my fault. Aww. Oh, I got a, your outcome is page one. So I get, get there. Totally forgot to read that card. Give me a light message for them. I feel your warmth, even from a distance. One more. So there is like a... has that feel like you know you know that you know like when you're out in the sun it feels so good but then it gets hot and then you're really thankful that the clouds came over because you actually needed that breeze and the shade but then after a few minutes you're cold again and then the sun comes back out and you're like oh that's nice like I feel that like that kind of you guys are moving through different weather conditions and you know in a way his light is or her light is I know that the actions we take depend on the choices we make I strive to do better and you are one of my main priorities I will embrace you fully into my life interesting interesting looks like they are open to embrace you into their life. <laughs> that mean? Oh, okay. Let's see. What is this? Outcome is page of wands, which is normally a public message. Could be a project, a creative project. Um, let's see. It's a. Oh. There's. A, it could be a public message about a family's burden. What's in the future here for you guys? What's the outcome? A, a public message about family and burden. What is the burden? Huh. This queen of fucking swords that you're fucking both dealing with. It's between you emotionally. Yeah, there's some kind of message here about hermit and the juggle with destiny. Juggling with what to do. Um... There is going to be a public message about family and about that has to do with the burden of the Queen of Swords when it has to do with Page of Pentacles. Oh, what do you mean by that Page of Pentacles? 
message about being alone and juggling with some kind of Wheel of Fortune. Give me one of Page of Pentacles and one of Wheel of Fortune. <coughs> well, Page of Pentacles is about a secret or a dream. That's a Wheel of Fortune. The burden of this woman's, this cold woman's dream. I'll leave you hermit, juggling. Wheel of Fortune is about the struggle. Juggling between what to do. Because it's a struggle either way. So the outcome here in this particular scenario is there's going to be a public message. It has to do with family, money, or some you know something about family stability. And a burden uh, that was carried or is car being carried for this Queen of Swords. Again, what is standing between you emotionally up there? And it has to do with Page of Pentacles, which is, this could be a small amount of money or a message, or a secret, or wanting to invest in a dream, possibly. Um, it ultimately leaves this hermit energy needing to needing time alone, which is what you're going to, how you're going to overcome your obstacle in this relationship. Um, this message is going to leave you hermit in some way, and that will lead you to the obstacle to overcome the obstacle in this particular relationship because it will leave you juggling with what if you were destined to struggle. Are you destined to struggle? It will leave you alone feeling like you are destined to struggle. Weird. <laughs> Just weird. That's weird. I wonder what that means. Huh. Sometimes I wish I could stop and go back and just listen to that just so that I can come back on here and tell you what I just thought of that. Because sometimes it's it's hard doing it as the reader because I'm like, you know, my head's in a, in a different space. You know what I mean? And like my, my own uh, like friend side over here with you guys would be like, what is that? You know what that meant? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Let's see if they have a message for you. I'm going to use these hermit cards because the hermit came up so much. Oh, let me first off see what the fuck the situation is. I want to know what the situation is with this queen of fucking swords that's between you two emotionally. What is the situation with this queen of swords? What is the downright situation? This is a gamble, a risk, nightlife, Vegas, which is funny because we just talked about Vegas, and a wish, a hope, prayer. This queen of swords has some kind of wish... To gamble, possibly with nightlife. <coughs> Let's take a gamble, because they're on a ver. This Queen of Swords is on the verge of a confession. What is she gonna confess? Like seriously, there's not many things in life that I'd go back and redo. But I'd go to the pool there. I had my bikini in the bag. I could have. <sighs> so fucking tired though. And I was like literally in the middle of a fucking marathon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was literally getting to the point. I was drive for two fucking days. And then unload and unpack everything. Get on a fucking plane and go home and catch up on fucking work. <coughs> She's on the verge to confess something about children. What is that? So she takes some risky behavior. And now she's on the verge to confess something about children and unconditional love who is this person between you like she's what the fuck man what the fuck and this is a, gonna be a trigger it's all about a car a name or a place 
It's okay, you're protected. <laughs> so they just ended up saying, don't worry, you're protected from the situation. Yeah, you're just, they'll be writing about it. There's just a journal, just a journal entry. All right. Weird. What is with this Queen of Swords? <clears throat> she, something about the nightlife, taking a gamble, risk, Vegas, and wishing, hoping, praying, yearning, uh, yet she's on the verge to confess something about children or her childhood or something about someone younger than her. And we have unconditional certain love and triggers car name place. And it's okay though, because here's Archangel Michael protecting you both from harm and, and some kind of divine intervention, or she's going to use that kind of mentality. But long story short, it's ending with writing diary. They're keeping, there's a note keeping scenario here, a journal. Huh. With this Queen of Swords. I don't know who, who, who she is in this relationship. <clears throat> She's not you. She's not them. This is a fucking, some kind of cold ass bitch in the middle of things. She's always fucking right. Huh. It looks like she might be out to, like, she's going to take a risk because she wishes for something. She's on the verge. Why would she use unconditional love as a, tr children and unconditional love as a trigger to try to protect you? She's been keeping notes. Someone's been writing or this is like, could be, you know, this could be, again, writing. You ha again, back to this page of wands is the outcome. I forget what it said, but they, they keep saying something's going to come out. Like this might be, this could be, you know, a five paragraph. Uh, uh, Facebook post, you know what I mean? It could be, uh, it could be an article. I don't, I don't know. What's their message to you? Okay. Their message to you is, I hope you will wait for me. Please choose me. Please wait. Words do hurt. <laughs> so your words hurt though. I left you because you told me to. I don't even think you care. Because of what you said, they don't think you care. And they left you because you told them to. But now they hope that you'll wait for them. They want to know if you'll choose them. That's too huge. Wait, wait. Are you running away? Is there someone else? Oh, they're worried. They're worried there's someone else. One more. They think that someone, someone here needs to seek professional advice. They want you to let them have you. They want to start a family. They think about you a lot. Seek professional advice. Let me have you. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I want to start a family with you. I dream about you a lot too much. Interesting. There's an interesting dynamic here. Let's... I, I, this queen of the swords. This queen of the swords in the middle. I know these queen of swords. I have a few in my life. This bitch. Okay. Oh my god. This bitch. Let's talk about this bitch, because this bitch could, like, fit in any fucking one's life. This is the bitch. She's got a fucking hard-on for you, and you have no idea why. And you're like, I'm not even a lesbian. Why does this bitch want to fuck me in the ass so bad? What the fuck did, you know, did you do to her? But there's always this one. You know? And I look back on... <laughs> who I would consider queens of swords in my life. Okay, how many queens of swords do you have, Keish? Okay. Let's see here. I got a few. I got a few. I got a few classy fucking bitches. <laughs> Seriously. 
I got one that's had a hard arm for me since fucking high school. Oh my God, this bitch fucking hates me. She's literally tried to be my best friend just so she could get close to me and hurt me. Tried to take my, my first fucking boyfriend. Oh my God, this bitch was up my fucking shit like you wouldn't fucking believe. Still up my shit. I still, I have recent stories about this bitch up in my shit within the last two years. I got all sorts of proof this bitch is like fucking cunty as shit. Um, okay. <clears throat> How would I advise you to deal? Well, f there's nothing you can do. They have, you know, they <laughs> this bitch is up your shit. Until she moves on, until she finds some other reason to live than fucking you over, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like... Like, these kind of bitches live for those moments. Ultimately, that shit will come back and get them because of karma. But they still do cause a lot of damage. And they can cause a lot of damage to things that are very important to you. They can hurt things that are very important to you. Um, these are the kind of bitch you, you go ahead and you write her name on the list and it stays on the list for the rest of your fucking life. And when you die, you go and you show God. See this bitch? Make sure she doesn't get in here. <laughs> You wanna know what this bitch did to me? You know what I mean? This is this kind of bitch. Cunt. This cunty ass fucking bitch. There's nothing you can do about it. Do you protect you? Okay? Um, if she comes in trying to fuck up this shit between you and this person that you love, you love this person. And emotionally, you have a two of cups about them. You want this. You're waiting for it and dreaming about it over energy. They're like That's your overall energy is four of swords. And when you think about them, they make you happy. What? There's nothing wrong with that. But, <clears throat> you know, sometimes we can have these third-party karmics. These could be ex-girlfriends. These could be uh, just ex-friends. Ultimately, you, you know what? Ultimately, what happened was... You showed this bitch who she was and she didn't like what she saw in your mirror, which was very accurate. And that's why she's over here trying to break your mirror up because she doesn't want to look at herself like that anymore. And if she can prove that you're unworthy in some way of whatever happiness, if she can ruin your life, then it, it justifies her anger with you. When the reality is... Her anger should be with herself. She was the one who treated people so poorly that she gathered that reputation. She was the one who treated men so poorly that she gathered that reputation. She's the one that made it around, that was passed around, and is pissed off because she didn't know the game until it was too late. Or played the game thinking she was winning, not realizing what she did to herself. And then once they have a reality check, then they hate you. And then they have to be in your shit. On your boyfriend's fucking doorstep and shit. Making calls to you to tell you what a piece of shit he was. Getting in your shit. For what? These are subtly narcissistic women. Uh, they have ego issues. Uh, they've been burned, and they the only way that they, they can feel justified in their life or feel the tiniest bit better about themselves for a few minutes is to hurt another person. There's nothing you can do about that but build up your own um, tolerance to it. You give her as least amount of time in your ear, in your heart, that you can. Uh, you go ahead and soullessly... Anchor yourself to the idea that one day it will all be returned to her, paid in full. And she'll have to eat that shit. Bite by bite, cold as fucking shit. You have faith that God loves you, or spirit loves you, or you're, again, good things happen if you continue to do good. So don't... <sighs> Only exchange what you need to exchange to get out of dealing with this person as quick as possible. Don't give her power over your emotions. Do not let her make you upset. 
You can sit there and call her a fucking cunt all day. Right to her face and your head. Cunt. Whatever, cunt. Go play your game elsewhere. I see through your bullshit. Right? These are great manipulators. Too. Again, uh, the best way to fuck over a cunt like this is to communicate. Make sure you're communicating with this person that you love. Okay? Make sure that, you know, um, the lines are open and that they feel comfortable enough to come to you and say, <clears throat> this fucking bitch is over here, blah, 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 and your shit. You'd be like, yeah, I know she's been on my, she's like been on my shit forever. <laughs> what can I fucking do about it? Yeah, you just live with it, right? Um, then you can like explain. Let me tell you why this. Let me tell you what happened with this bitch. How many times I've had to face this bitch over and over and over again because she feels so fucking shitty about her own fucking self. You know. All I know is that's the kind of bitch who's never going to fucking drive through the desert just to happen chance upon a hotel full of firemen. <laughs> Very end of the day, at least with eye candy. Oh, my God. Seriously, my biggest regret in life. I'm putting on a goddamn bikini and going to the fucking pool. God damn it. But that's where, that, at the end of the day, that's where you have to live. Do good, be good, continue your own journey, and the universe will grant you moments. God knows she ain't running into that shit. What's she dealing with every day? Who's she got to sit next to every fucking day for the rest of her life? Who does she have to fucking deal with? Thinks he's gonna happen chance. Last <laughs> hundred beautiful. <laughs> there was more. You could have made five years worth of calendars. Hot fireman calendars. God. I wish I had my. There wasn't. I didn't have a good enough. I wish my fucking cell phone. <laughs> I was in a committed relationship at the time. That's, I would not have put on a bikini and gone and sat with a hundred firemen at the pool. I was in a committed relationship. I was engaged <laughs> to be married. <laughs> I wonder where my karma for that is. I should wonder what my owner, I wonder. I'm going to have to ask. Let me ask Tara while you guys are here. This is kind of a, I'm just fucking around with these. Tara. This is my own question. What is my what is the karmic payout for that self-restraint? <laughs> you get to rest and move on. Oh, I get to rest. My karmic payout is getting to rest. Nice. <laughs> get to move on from emotions about the page of pentacles. And free yourself and have fun. Oh, you get a wish granted. Oh, I get a wish. <laughs> All you did was wish to be alone. <laughs> I did at the end of my marriage. I was like, oh, I just want to be alone. <laughs> my biggest wish, dear God, just let me be alone. Oh. Mm. <sighs> There we go. I get to rest. That was my... That was my... <laughs> I have enjoyed my rest. Thank you. Thank you very much. Spirit, whatever. I appreciated it. All right. Those poor guys. I mean, talk about eight hours climbing mountains putting out forest fires and they how they have how they put out forest fires is they shovel sand so for one of those firemen literally spent all day shoveling sand to put out fires and there's a really good method in which they throw that like really does it's amazing to watch i've watched firemen do it where they throw the sand um, so these guys literally would have spent all day on the mountain throwing sand um and trying to stop 
you know, the fires from taking more acreage. So that's really hard. Those those guys were fucking got to be beat by the end of the fucking day, too, man. We're all tired. <sighs> yeah, there we go. There's there's your message. There's your what what do they think about you message? I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I gotta go get ready for my son to come home from school. Uh, we're having meatloaf, scalloped potatoes, and green beans for dinner. I'm really excited. It's one of my favorite meals. I gotta get his snack ready and see what's going on. So um, yeah. Oh, I'm very close. So close. Oh my god, so close. To two thousand likes, follows, whatever on Facebook. When I reach that, someone, someone, maybe a couple people, because I'm nice like that, are going to get free general reading sent to them by email. So make sure you're one of them. Uh, Instagram could always use your help. I have changed my uh, focus over there. I'm posting sexy memes on Instagram. Wink, wink. Okay. So, so there'll be moon memes on Facebook, and I'm trying to do some sexy dark poetry memes on Instagram, trying to give you guys some content, trying to promote myself. Um, I have a website, whiskeymoontarot.com. It's got a donate button. Guys, I could use the money always. You know what I mean? Christmas is fucking coming. I can use some fucking money for my son. I'm thinking about getting a game system, and I need a goddamn new TV. My TV's a piece of trash. It's so fucking old. It's, it's ridiculous. You guys saw my TV. No man would think my TV is acceptable. No man would watch anything on my TV. That's unacceptable. <laughs> so my goal here for winter is to get a TV and, and some kind of gaming system. I don't know what he's going to want to do. He's going to want to do a PlayStation. I prefer the Xbox style shit, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, you know, you know, $5 and shit like that helps. That goes towards that kind of stuff for me, guys, and I really appreciate it. Also, I do actually want to collect some money because I am going to be paying for my hosting is coming up. My hosting and uh, my website stuff is coming to do this month. Uh, so I do, like, would, like, really appreciate extras, extra monies <laughs> during this period of time while I'm still working. I'm getting my year-end numbers together to go look for a sponsor so we can work on, you know, bringing in some income that way. But uh, if you have a few extra bucks and you want to put it towards my hosting, I'd really appreciate it. That bill's like, you know, fairly big for me. It's And it's not a normal bill. So thank you if you decide to help out. I really, truly appreciate it. Uh, you can always email me at whisperingmoontarot at gmail. And if you are listening uh, on an iPhone or iPad, it is up to you guys. Uh, the Galaxy Android people cannot help us in our mission to make sure that I get stars and get reviews. So it's up to you to help me with that and be supportive. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I really, truly, truly appreciate it. You have a wonderful weekend. Uh, I'll record some more of these. Uh, all right. Bye.